Hello, everyone. This is Colonel Retired Stan Crow, former AUSA Director of Region and Chapter Support and National Guard Affairs. I will be serving as your host. Welcome to today's Association of the U.S. Army, Army Matters podcast on reserve component highlights at this year's AUSA annual meeting. To address this subject, we are fortunate to be joined by three premier leaders from the U.S. Army's reserve component community. First is Lieutenant General Jack Stoltz, former Chief Army Reserve and Commanding General, United States Army Reserve Command from 2006 to 2012. Lieutenant General Stoltz retired in 2012 and serves on AUSA's Board of Directors. Also, we are joined by Major General John Andoni, Deputy Director of the Army National Guard. He is a New York Army National Guard officer with broad experience in tactical, operational, and joint assignments. And we are joined by Mr. Stephen Austin, Assistant Chief of the Army Reserve, and who joined the Senior Executive Service in June 2007 with extensive senior leader experience. Gentlemen, welcome to the AUSA's Army Matters podcast. First, I'd like to open by asking Lieutenant General Stoltz the first question. Sir, could you talk to our listeners about the format for this year's AUSA annual meeting? Sure, Stan. First of all, it's a pleasure to be here with everyone, and I'd be glad to talk about this year's meeting. You know, we held a very successful meeting last year, but it was virtual. It really surpassed all expectations in terms of how to put on a virtual meeting. But this year, we're thrilled to say that we're going to do it in person. This year's annual meeting will be held in person. Still have some virtual features, but it'll take place from October 11th through the 13th at the Washington Convention Center in downtown Washington, D.C. You'll see the same major Army Reserve National Guard, the reserve component in-person events that took place two years ago when we were in person at this upcoming meeting. General Stoltz, what are the National Guard and Army Reserve events at this year's annual meeting? Well, again, we'll start off the meeting as we always have in the past with the Major General Robert Moorhead Guard and Reserve Breakfast on Monday morning, October the 11th. Our guest speakers will include a senior leader from the U.S. Army who will be joined by Lieutenant General John Jensen, Director of the Army National Guard, and Lieutenant General Jody Daniels, Chief of the Army Reserve and Commanding General of the Army Reserve Command. Also, the General Kerwin Awards are presented to the outstanding battalion-sized units in both the Army National Guard and the Army Reserve. In addition, other key events include the Director of the Army National Guard Seminar, the Chief of the Army Reserve Seminar, The warrant officers from active National Guard and Army Reserve will meet for their annual breakfast and professional development seminar. The command sergeant major from the Army Reserve and the command sergeant major from the Army National Guard will have their own separate breakout sessions. Also, there will be the Guard and Reserve reception and AUSA Reserve Component Advisory Committee meeting, all of which are great events to attend to get updated on what's happening in the Reserve Component. Sir, could you describe some of the other events that our listeners can look forward to at the annual meeting? Thanks, Dan. I'd be glad to. I would encourage our listeners to attend some of the other events to include the opening ceremony. You know, this year we'll have the opportunity to hear from the new Secretary of the Army, Christine Wormuth. Also, the President's reception on Monday night is always a great event to meet and greet and see old friends. 
the Eisenhower Luncheon, which features the Chief of Staff of the Army as a guest speaker on Tuesday, the George C. Marshall Dinner on Wednesday evening, and our Marshall Award winner this year will be Sergeant Major Ken Preston. You know, he's retired, but he was a former Sergeant Major of the Army. What a great man and what a great selection. And some of the contemporary military forum meetings, which always have great topics, both for what's going on within the Army, but also what's going on to help support the families within the Army. Sir, thank you so much. Mitch Landoni, could you talk to our listeners about some of the key National Guard highlights at this year's AUSA annual meeting? Dan, I sure would. We're looking forward to this year's AUSA conference. The Army National Guard, just like in the past, will be actively involved in this year's AUSA event with a week full of activities. Now, Lieutenant General Stoltz mentioned some of this. I'm going to repeat some of it. But we're going to be starting with a Guard Reserve breakfast on Monday morning. Lieutenant General Jensen will provide a few remarks during the breakfast. And then later in the day on Monday, CSM Sampa will host the Army National Guard CSM seminar at 3 p.m. On Tuesday, the morning's going to start off with a Congressional Warrant Officer breakfast, and then it'll be followed by the Director of the Army National Guard seminar at 10 a.m. And then in the afternoon, we're going to have a Guard Reserve reception at 4.45 p.m. And finally, on Wednesday, we're going to have our General Officer Advisory Team Meeting, which is going to set the stage for the Army National Guard Senior Executive Council. And that includes our primary senior leaders from both the states and the NGB staff, along with the representation of Command Sergeants Major and Warrant Officers. And of course, you're going to see the Army National Guard throughout the week at uh, dinners and receptions. So that's what you can expect from the Army National Guard for the AUSA conference. Sir, we really appreciate these highlights. Mr. Austin, could you talk to our listeners about some of the key Army Reserve highlights for this year's AUSA annual meeting? Thanks, Dan. It's great to be part of this special AUSA podcast. Actually, I think General Stoltz has hit most of it, so I'm going to go off on a little different tangent. It's been a busy year for the Army Reserve. Our soldiers went from virtual training to training in small cohorts at the start of the pandemic, and now they're getting back to collective training with precautions participating in numerous exercises and training events from the River Assault at Fort Hood, Global Medic at Fort Dix, and Defender Pacific in the Indo-PACOM, to name a few. I think this speaks to the resiliency and adaptability of the men and women of the Army Reserve. We've demonstrated to our adversaries, allies, and partners our ability to stay on mission and overcome any challenge that comes our way. And this past year, More than 5,000 Army Reserve soldiers participated in the COVID-19 response here at home, and we still got 16,000 deployed to 26 countries around the world. The future force is another important topic of discussion that'll be part of AUSA that we look forward to in terms of waypoint, aim point. We're working to improve our tactical and strategic readiness by pursuing comprehensive modernization. So this is being done in conjunction with the Army's regionally aligned readiness and modernization model, REARM. I mean, we've heard about it. It'll be a big topic in AUSA. The intent is to support the Army's greater effort to become the multi-domain operations-capable force of the future. Another thing that'll pop up in AUSA is cyber warfare. It's now a prominent part of our adversaries' military doctrine and operations. 
just as our cyber protection teams are part of the DOD effort to counter and respond. So it's critical that we continue to build on the readiness and modernization efforts that in addition to supporting survivability and lethality on the battlefield, prepare us for multi-domain operation. One thing we'll be talking about is the Army Reserve Mission Force, or ARM, A-R-M Force, which complements ReArm's efforts by aligning our current force structure against competition requirements, providing predictable mission cycles that allow for training and modernization while preparing our formations under the 4C construct, which everybody's heard, competition, crisis, conflict, and change. Mr. Austin, we really appreciate these highlights. Lieutenant General Stoltz, could you describe for our listeners what makes the AUSA annual meeting so special to you? You know, it's the one time of the year where the Army family really comes together. It's a tremendous opportunity for all of us to hear from the Army senior leaders and the other component senior leaders in the civilian sector and others about what their priorities are, what their concerns are, and the way ahead. But it's also a time where you get to just see old friends that you haven't seen, that you've served with, that you're in in this brotherhood of arms or sisterhood of arms or whatever you want to call it and share old memories and appreciate what you've been part of. So to me, it's a great time. It's a great time to see old friends. It's a great time to get back in touch with the Army. I love it. Sir, thank you so much. Major General Andoni, could you share with our listeners some of the priority items or new developments in the National Guard? Stan, thanks for asking that question. Let me just start off by saying, and I've heard the other leaders say it as well, but we have had an incredible year. We are extremely proud of our men and women in the Army National Guard. They've gone above and beyond to support a variety of missions over the past year and a half. And we're doing everything we can right now to ensure that we have a ready and capable reserve force to support the needs of the Army in the defense of our nation. We're part of the world's premier fighting force. We know that the world's greatest army, and it's made up of the greatest men and women who are dedicated to the mission at hand. So our goal for the future for the Army National Guard is to have eight multi-domain operations-capable divisions in order to maintain our role as the operational reserve of the Army. As the Army modernizes, we will modernize along with it. That includes how we're equipped and how we're organized. And as the Army reverts to a division-centric organization, capable of decisive action during multi-domain operations, we need to look exactly like the active component with respect to our capabilities. We're working very closely with Headquarters Department of the Army to continue the process of division alignment for training. And when I say division alignment for training, I'm talking talent management, because what division alignment for training will do is provide a larger talent pool for our division commanders to select people for key positions. And it also provides our adjutants general with the ability to select from a greater pool of folks for division command and deputy commanding general positions. It's about getting the most qualified and talented people in those premier leadership slots. And that's just a small glimpse of the things we're working on in the Army National Guard for the future. Sir, thank you so much for those insights. Mr. Austin, could you share with our listeners some of the priority items or new developments in the Army Reserve? 
Stan, thank you for asking. There isn't a higher priority in any of the Army's components than people. It's number one for the Army Reserve, number one for the Army, and as we've discussed, it's reflected in AUSA's theme, America's Army and its people, transforming the future. So we're focusing on junior officers and NCOs, helping them grow as individuals and maintain a fulfilling career outside of the military so that we can retain them as mid-grade leaders. Our goal is to ensure their service in the Army Reserve is a rewarding experience. We also want to reassure our current and future soldiers that the same level of investment put into them will also be put towards taking care of their families. Families and employers are crucial to our readiness and their support is key to overcoming many of the challenges Army Reserve soldiers face. So we're leveraging resources such as soldier and family readiness groups, private public partnerships, and the Army Reserve Ambassador Program. We're re-energizing our soldier and family readiness groups and holding virtual town halls to get a closer look at how to best support our families and ensure they have access to help and resources in times of need. Because 90% of our soldiers balance Army service with civilian careers, we're increasing our efforts to help them connect with civilian job opportunities. Our private-public partnership office collaborates with organizations that can assist our soldiers with civilian employment opportunities. They also inform employers of the value Army Reserve soldiers bring to the civilian sector, not just to the military. Another program we're proud of is our Army Reserve Ambassador Program. These advocates are engaging with key stakeholders to build a cadre of supporters at local and state level, and they're a powerful means of message delivery for the Army Reserve and our soldiers. So Stan, these are just a few highlights of our efforts to strengthen support for soldiers and improve the Army Reserve experience. Sir, thank you so much for these insights. Now I would like to ask each of our three guests for their final thoughts or takeaways that each would like to leave with our listeners, starting with Lieutenant General Stolp. Sir? Thanks, Stan. The one thing I would add as an additional highlight that I should have mentioned earlier, but the exhibits. AUSA National Meeting is the largest exhibit of future weapon systems, of future programs, of everything that's out there. And it's just a wonderful time to go down, meet with the exhibitors, some of which are old friends, and see the future, see what they're looking at, see what they're working on for us as well as some of the exhibits that talk about the Army program and actually get stories from soldiers and stories from families. So I just encourage everybody, take advantage of the opportunity to see the future by visiting the exhibits. Thanks, Stan. Sir, thanks so much. Major General Andoni, what would your final thought or takeaway be? Thanks again for the opportunity to be part of this podcast. Final thoughts. The Army National Guard continues to harness transformational ideas to adapt and improve our organization in ways that are going to best support the Joint Force. 
that's something that we're always dedicated to. Part of that, as I mentioned earlier, includes our division alignment efforts and transforming and modernizing along with the United States Army. With regards to AUSA, I've always felt it's been a tremendous professional development opportunity for our soldiers. It's a chance for us to meet with senior leaders of the Army. It's a chance for us to meet with industry and a chance for us to connect and collaborate with our active and reserve component partners. We're going to have a busy and fun week ahead of us, and we're looking forward to seeing everyone. Thanks. Sir, thanks so much. Mr. Austin, what would your final thought or takeaway be? Thanks, Dan. A few final thoughts, your words. I'd like to take a moment to highlight this remarkable and talented team. In addition to soldiers with specialized backgrounds, including our medical doctors, engineers, cyber protection teams, we also have some outstanding soldiers with significant achievements outside the Army Reserve. Some of you may have heard of First Lieutenant Amber English, who just brought home Olympic gold in skeet shooting in Tokyo, hitting a record of 56 of 60 targets. So I'll close out by reminding our listeners that the Army Reserve is hiring, and I'd like all the soldiers and retirees listening to this podcast to help us in getting that message out. Speaking to the soldiers for life, some of your audience may have served their tours and then got out. We need you to fill mid-grade officer and NCO positions sergeants, captains, and majors. But the bottom line is AUSA will be a great event for all of us, a lot of opportunities, and General Stoltz said it, it's all about relationships. So thanks again, Stan, for this opportunity to speak with your audience today. And we'll see everyone, either in person or virtually, on October 11th. Thanks so much, sir. Thank you, Lieutenant General Stoltz, Major General Landoni and Mr. Austin for this great podcast and for being with us today and for sharing your insights and thoughts on the National Guard and Army Reserve highlights at the AUSA annual meeting and some of your new developments and priority issues. We really look forward to an outstanding AUSA annual meeting and seeing you there. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters Podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters Podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's professional association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Have a great Army Day. Hua.